Welcome back to the Hour View Podcast. On today's episode, I welcome my guest, Ben Duffy. Ben is the producer and director of a documentary film called Take a Look at This Heart, which is a film about love and sexuality in the disability community. I hope you enjoy this episode. So I would like to welcome everyone back to another episode of the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. I'm very happy to welcome my guest, filmmaker and producer, Ben Duffy, to the podcast today. Ben, thank you so much for joining me. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And um, yeah. as part of the podcast, I... Um, I was just sharing with you a few minutes ago that I, um, you know, want to share my story and the story of others. And uh, specifically for this episode and with you as the guest today, um, I want to talk about your film work, uh, specifically as it relates to the film, Take a Look at This Heart. I've seen the movie three times now. (laughs) I watched it and uh, the documentary, and it's just... It's so great, and it, it really is, um, you know, something worth talking about and something worth sharing with uh, the world at large. But before we get into uh, the conversation about the film, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, how you became interested in filmmaking, and um, the topic of Take a Look at This Heart is uh, about people with disabilities and relationships and love. And uh, can you tell us how you uh, chose that topic to make a film about? <laughs> sure, sure, for sure. Well, um, long story in long form, because uh, this is a podcast, I'm not going to say long story short. Um, <laughs> so, you know, when you were just uh, telling me um, about uh, how your, was it your nephew that yes. you viewed? Yeah, your nephew, how, how he viewed, and he kind of, kind of got like uh, pent up in the frustration about how people were viewing you and approaching you or mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, I had a very similar experience when I was very, very young, uh, all the time. My, mo- my mother uh, has um, a spinal cord, uh, not injury, but a disease called anterior horn cell disease. And she, like, it's very... Um, I don't know what the word is. I'm not going to try to pretend. But what you were saying reminded me of my experience because she um, she was uh, left her her hands were left paralyzed, but all but the doctor had told her that she would be incapable of moving at 14 and dead by 24 or 25. So that's why it really struck a a memory nerve um, when you were just talking about your uh, experience with spina bifida. And so um, when we used to go to the grocery store, um, my mother, I remember at the register, they would give her back change, whatever, like, you know, just giving her back change. And she would really struggle to pick it up because her hands were more or less immobile. And um <clears throat> I just remember the look on the cashier's face, like, let's go, let's go, you know? And like, I would get so angry and I would just be so saddened by the fact that they wouldn't give my mother a chance to just pick up 
the change off of the table uh, and uh, the counter or whatever. And it, it struck a chord in me. And I think subconsciously that was my entrance into the world of disability at, I'm talking seven years old. Fast forward, um, I uh, picked up a camera when I was 13. One of my best friends, Mike G, he got a camera for Christmas uh, when we were all 13 and we were skateboarders. So I was like, I love this so much, you know, right off the bat at 13. I knew my life path was set up at 13 and I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but uh, fast forward again to when I was 18, I went to the School of Visual Arts, which is a, a art school. Uh, I was focused in the film program, obviously uh at uh, uh in new york city and uh i was inspired by my teacher uh manfred kirschheimer who uh made wonderful documentaries at a very old age he was like i mean let's put it this way he's in his 90s now still making documentaries wow and and this guy when i saw his work i was like i don't care about Steven Spielberg. I don't care about becoming a writer or a director. I want to make documentaries. So I owe everything to this guy. And uh, actually, I got to call him one of these days. Anyways, um, so I dropped out of school after my first year because I felt so encouraged and um, invincible after that year of my first year of college. And I, I moved out to L.A., made a documentary after two years called We Are Skateboarders. And ever since then, I said to myself, ever since I finished that documentary, I said, I never, ever, ever, I, I want to, I want to, skateboarding was great, but I want to tap into the humanitarian world for real, for real. Because I think my subconscious kind of triggered this, uh, this notion where I was like, I have to I have such a lion heart and such a big heart and, and I have my own struggles, which we could probably talk about later, but it's very important for me to tap into what I know. And this was all subconsciously. So I moved on to autism and then from autism, I was discovered like the documentary I made about autism called heart child based off Chris Worley's initiative to start the ACE gate foundation. And then Tin Soldiers came about, which is about adaptive sports. So people with spina bifida, uh, amputees, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. And then from Tin Soldiers came about, take a look at this art. So here we are today and uh, I'm still making documentaries, but take a look at this art was uh, what I believe um, to be the pinnacle of my not just filmmaking experience, but my life experience. Wow. Which is crazy because I'm only 32, but I swear I'll never experience something so beautiful in my life. And <laughs> wow. I don't care. I die a happy man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your post about that uh, yeah. on uh, Facebook uh, in back in March when you posted that it had been five years since you uh, started the, uh, the GoFundMe for it. And uh, yeah. it was just... It, it's again, it's such a, a great film and um, so many people uh, that are in it sharing their individual stories. And um, I've been, uh, Ali Stroker was a, a guest on the podcast uh, last year 
and um and i also follow uh chelsea hill who was in the uh in the documentary she's oh, yeah. uh the founder of, right yeah the founder of the rolettes and uh the great you know the fun stuff that they do with the wheelchair users uh who are part of the dance group and um it, it's just it is it's just a, a really uh a, a well done well done film Thank you. Uh, yeah you're welcome and um can you share a little bit about uh, your process of um, how you chose uh, the people to participate. And also, um, I was interested in, in knowing, uh, was it easier or more difficult to get the men or the women uh, to talk about the topic? <laughs> That's cool. I've never been asked that. Um, uh, okay, so the so part A of the part A and B question. Mm -hmm. um, the choices that I made were, um, I don't know how people feel about the choices that I made, but um, I will tell you that it was, believe it or not, on a very much first come first serve basis. But even before that, I had been working for a company um, out of Israel. I was based in LA, but they were out of Israel and it was called UCAN. And they specialize in finding pr products for people with in the dis in the disability community, and um, they hired me to make forty different one minute videos on people with disabilities. So I had met Chelsea, Angela. Um, it's so long ago; it's hard for me to remember the others that I met through mm -hmm. that experience. But then you know, and that was all from Tin Soldiers. Uh, and then, uh, let's say, uh, Allie, right. I met her and Steve Wampler at a film festival where I did a Q and a talking about how I wanted to make a documentary about love and sexuality in the disabled community based off of what AJ Murray had asked me to do. Um, he was like, I want you to make a documentary about love and sexuality in the disabled community. I was like, oh my God, I, oh, let me settle with this for six months. And then I finally got to it. But I met him through UCAN too. And uh, yeah, uh, it all came about through uh, that UCAN from the people I had met and Tin Soldiers, like Ali and Steve Wampler, I had met through them and Vasu, another guy, uh, mm -hmm. Vasu Sajitra. I think that's how you say his name. Sorry, Vasu, if I butchered that. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the other half of the people in the film came from my uh, Indiegogo campaign, my fundraising campaign. Uh, I had, I don't want to exaggerate, maybe like 25 to 40 people being email me or Instagram me or Facebook me about wanting to be in the film. And the people you see in the film were either people I met prior to even starting the GoFundMe or, <clears throat> or um, people that had saw the, Go, uh, the uh, Indiegogo and asked me to be a part of it. And those are the first people I said yes to, and then I had to say no to a lot of people, unfortunately, because budget and uh, just how much I can fit in one film. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, I um I asked because I um I love the wide range of people that you had and yeah. um the the different things that they do and um just the diversity of um the people that you had and you had men and women and um you know African American and and Hispanics and Caucasians you just had uh, everybody LGBTQ. was yeah LGBTQ you had everybody um that was represented and um i think uh I, I had other people on the podcast before and we talked about um when films are made or when tv shows are made and, and things like that having accurate representation of what the disability community actually looks like and who makes up the disability community right. is so important so and i, I not really to make something that's exploitative it was very important to me too right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really, um, really appreciated that because it was, um, and just the the number of people that you had involved. It wasn't just a story of three or four people. You included right. uh, you included so many people because it was yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, maybe this is the last person they're going to talk about, and then somebody else popped up. I was like, oh yes, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, so so did you um, did you find that the men or the women were more oh, open yeah. to talking Sorry. about it? I, That's okay. That's so into part A. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, completely equal vulnerability came from the men and the women. <laughs> I I've said this before in other interviews and whatnot. Um, I was I always use the word oozing. I don't really particularly like that word, but <laughs> people in the film were just like their passion for the subject matter bubbled so close to the surface that pulling it out of them was like it was like giving candy to a baby uh candy yeah. to a seven-year-old like <laughs> it was so easy to give them a platform for them to express how they felt about the subject matter and mm -hmm. their response was beautiful accurate and extremely vulnerable, which is something I'll always be grateful for. But the men and the women, there was no contrast. It was just pure vulnerability, pure honesty, pure love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I thought about that part of it because um, it was well, watching the film and AJ, he, you know, he seemed a little bit hesitant at first. And then once he started talking, it was like you said, he just opened up and it just, you know, it yeah. all just came out and just, uh, again they all shared their authentic selves and and their experiences and that was uh it was, it's just really uh really great to see yeah aj was wonderful in the film and, and mm -hmm. I, I don't i like to tell people this because i never want to sound like i have a chip on my shoulder but ali stroker was the one who was like then based off of your direction i'm giving you what you're pulling out of me like <laughs> I don't, I haven't gave this to anybody else, this specific uh, uncanny version of my story because this is an interview between us and you're pulling out good stuff out of me. And that was a huge compliment. Mm -hmm. uh, that was very nice to hear. I mean, like, uh, that was great. And uh, I guess that goes for everybody in the film. I never really, never really crosses my mind that it was me that pulled it out of them because like I said, the passion bubbled close to the surface. It, it bubbled at the surface and surface, and these people in the film gave it their all. So I don't even know how I contributed it to. But as Ali put it, 
it had something to do with me too. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allie is, is, uh, she's really, she's great. She's, she's a lot of fun. Um, Best. when she was, yeah, when she was on my podcast, uh, we had a great conversation. Um, and I met her when uh, she was in Oklahoma, uh, on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play. Yeah. I, Actually, I, it's funny. I, I went to the show the day before the Tony Awards. And oh, wow. her, yeah. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, in the process of, um, you know, doing the interviews and having the conversations with uh, everyone who participated in the film, uh, did you find that there were any common themes that came up during uh, your conversations? Well, I can ask you the same question. Yeah. <laughs> did you find that there were common themes between the people in the film? I did. I, I, of course I did, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm more interested to see what you found. Uh, yeah, the one thing that struck me that I heard a few times um, for those who um, acquired their disability, you know, later in their life or in their during their teenage years, um, as it relates to relationships and, um, you know, soon after their injury, uh, or they after they acquired their disability, their relationships um, broke up. So that was... Um, that was something that I, I heard a few people say, um, which I, I found interesting. Again, I was born with my disability. So, um, you know, I, I found it very difficult to um, not just romantic relationships, but friendships even. And, um, you know, people, uh, you know, people uh, that, that feel sorry for me versus those who really want to get to know me and right. genu genuinely want to become my friend and get to know me. Um, you know, has been a difficult, a very difficult thing. So it's, uh, you know, it was interesting to hear that from, you know, from a few people that say they were with somebody at the time they uh, acquired their injury and they, um, you know, and then they, they broke up with, with that person. So that was one, <clears throat> excuse me, that was one theme that, uh, that I definitely, you know, took note of for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, you know, it's actually, I, I've been asked this question a few times over the five years or four years, three years, and I've never thought about that once, that that is a common thread, but um, it's very, very accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just said. Yeah, and it's, um, it was, oh, wait, I wrote this down, let me find it. Um, uh, it was uh, Spike that was in the, in the documentary, he uh, was talking about online dating and, yeah. um, you know, cause that's the way of the world, <laughs> you know, in the last decade or so. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, going back to the relationships and even again with friendships and, and other relationships you have in your life, um, you know, you're asking a person to be judged as a disabled person. Like, you know, right. when you see, uh, you know, you see their wheelchair, you see their, um, uh, mobility, assistive devices, their crutches or canes or anything like that. Um, you know, they're, they're not looking at just the person. They also see, you know, the physical disability. So that is, uh, you know, that was, that was something that I, I noticed as well. And then, um, you know, the last question that I have for you, can you tell us where everyone can watch the film? And also, can you tell us about, um, you know, where they can find your previously made films and any other projects that you have coming up. 
if you're okay. if you can talk about it <laughs> yeah for sure uh we'll start take a look at this heart is um it's on a lot of freaking platforms <laughs> but i would say the most exciting thing for me uh maybe because i'm just a purist um is because that it's on youtube for free it's on an on-demand channel my just my distribution company has an on-demand channel um and uh, the good news about that is that it's uh, worldwide. So a lot of the issues we ran into, not that you were asking about the issues, but long story short, very short, Amazon Prime and iTunes only have certain territories because unless you have uh, subtitles for each country, uh, you can't have it on that. You know, so it was uh, it was really only for the USA and, and a few other maybe like 40 other countries or whatever, but um, there are so many countries that it's missing out in. And uh, the good, yeah, the good news about YouTube is that anybody can watch it from anywhere. So that I try to uh, uh, direct people to watch it on YouTube, even though, uh, you know, I, I do uh, Amazon Prime and iTunes is more lucrative, but I don't care because I mean, Listen, at the end of the day, and I know you weren't asking this question, but I love this film so much. The greatest currency I can get from it is people just watching it and taking it in with their heart, you know, mm -hmm. and hopefully spelling some notions and, uh, and maybe even changing lives. I don't know, maybe saving lives. I've heard it all. This is the <laughs> best film I've ever seen. This saved my life. This changed my life. This changed my son and daughter's life. So that's my currency. Uh, I had to add that in there because I know you weren't asking that, but I just, uh, just like take me back. You know, I want to, <laughs> I want to be back to making this film. I got my poster right there framed. Um, but yeah, my other films, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon Prime, Vimeo On Demand. It's all there. We Are Skateboarders, Hard Child, Tin Soldiers. Uh, the latest film that I made is on YouTube and it's called I Do Not Blame Myself. It's about uh, mental illness. Mm -hmm. um, and right now I am currently making a documentary about um, the world of female skateboarding. Wow. And um, I am also, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I like. That's all I can really share at this time. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and I I think what I I didn't mention the title of the film. Take a look at this heart. I think that is, um, for myself as a person with a disability who lives with a disability, you can't. Um, I know there are hidden disabilities. Um, but like with my disability, you can't miss it. I'm either walking on my crutches or wheeling in my wheelchair. Right. And when it comes down to it, I just want people again, like the film says, take a look at this heart. Like who yeah. am I inside? Who am I as a person? In wow. addition to my disability, you know, because yeah. my disability is a part of my life and it does impact my life. That's there's no doubt about that. And that's no secret. Um, but who am I in addition to my crutches, my wheelchair, my spina bifida diagnosis? I think yeah. Um, I think that's exactly what I got, um, what I got from the film and hearing the different stories and the different perspectives and, um, you know, the different challenges that, that everyone had faced and, um, 
you know, and, and all it just what it came down to was who are they in addition to their their diagnosis and and you uh, once again I, I think it's a great great film and I will uh, definitely be talking more about that uh, on my on my social media I, I appreciate you taking this time um, to oh, record this it's with a me and it was, yeah and it was really great uh, being able to talk with you and uh, to connect with you and, and learn about your process of how you um, you know how you created this film and and all of your other films that you uh, have done and the ones that you're uh, working on now. It's really uh, really great. <laughs> cool, man. So. Well, I, it's a complete honor and a, and a privilege. Yeah. And uh, anything I can do to promote this film is a blessing for me because I don't know. I I just although I'm the one who initiated it and made the film, I will always feel forever indebted to this film for the experience and the joy that it brought me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think that is what, um, I, I, I'm so glad you said that. Wow. That just really, <laughs> cause uh, that is, um, th that's exactly how I feel about creating my, our view. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, I thought that I would be, you know, sharing things and, and, but the things that people are teaching me and the things I'm learning from, from other people, and um you know just knowing that i'm making a change and making a difference um in the way that people see those who have disabilities it's like it's so uh so rewarding and oh um, yeah 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 it's it's like it's something you can't beat you can't really describe it it's just really uh yeah. <laughs> really a good feeling and and a good positive feeling so but uh yes thank you so much uh for your time i really enjoyed uh, this conversation and it was great to meet you uh, virtually and hopefully uh, our paths will cross again and we'll be able to meet up in person sometime <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah. well it's not too far if you're in new jersey i'm in new york so yay yay we'll make it happen we'll we'll yeah. meet up with Allie. we'll all go out <laughs> oh that would be great <laughs> yes we'll i haven't it. seen Allie in a long time yeah we'll make it happen <laughs> all right thanks and have a good have a day wonderful day and uh, thank you so much again Oh, you're welcome. You have a good day, too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Did you find something in the episode that you really liked? Be sure to leave us a comment on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us to see the world from Our View on Instagram at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four L-I-F-E. We thank you for listening.